three years ago, my wife and I went to Bethlehem and saw the Church of the Nativity. Actually went to the place that has been built on the place. Tradition has it, that is where Jesus was born. And uh, one of my favorite things about that was the tour guide who took us there, who lived there in Bethlehem. Somebody asked him, is this really the spot where Jesus was born? You know, how would you know, right? <laughs> Is this really the spot? And the tour guide said, I don't know. He said, but what is important to me is not that this is the spot or that is the spot. He said, what is important to me is that somewhere in this town, the word became flesh. And I will always remember that moment. I will also remember one other moment from that occasion, and that is the way that you get to that spot is like an hourglass. You know the hourglass shape, where all the sand at the top gets funneled down through that one little tiny spot, and then it all goes back out again from there? Not like a traffic jam. That's how it was to get to this spot. There, there's a small door, and there's a, uh, a wide circular or semicircular staircase that goes down to it. And so people from all over the world are all trying to crowd together into that spot that you kind of have to go through single time. And so working that out, I'll remember that as well. We didn't all speak the same language, and working that out was interesting. But it also reminds me of why we're here tonight and what it looks like to come here tonight. As we have a room full of people who have come from all over the place, all spread out, and yet we all come together to this moment, for this night, to this place. And we'll go from here again and spread out again. And the reason that we gather is what I don't want to miss. The reason we have come here tonight is what I don't want us to miss. I don't want us to go from here and only be saying things about, oh, wasn't the music lovely? Oh, isn't it lovely to see the candles flickering? There are so many things that we could talk about about this particular service. There are so many things we could talk about about the Christmas season in general, the way that the decorations work, the way that different celebrations work. But if we're not careful, we miss what it's all supposed to be about. I mentioned earlier the song Silent Night. You know, this is the 200th anniversary of that song. And I know that there are a lot of people who are celebrating this year, the 200th anniversary of that song. It's great. But wouldn't it be a strange thing to celebrate the song and miss the reason the song was written? So for us tonight, I want to help us to focus by looking at one really short part of the story. This is in Luke chapter 2. And this is when we have the shepherds who are out in the field on an ordinary night. And suddenly everything changes when an angel shows up. And all I want to look at tonight is the message the angel says to shepherds. Before all the other show, other angels show up, glorifying God, praising Him, before the shepherds go and check it out and see, yes, this is true, and they go and they spread the good news, what was the message the angels share? <laughs> That's close. (laughs) 
expect many people could make it through the entire Christmas season and all their Christmas celebrations, and if asked at the end of all of it, what did the angel say to the shepherds? The answer would be, I don't know. Don't leave here tonight without knowing. The angel came to the shepherds in the middle of an ordinary night, in the middle of what they were just doing as they did every night. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. That's the message. The angel comes to the shepherd, the shepherds, and tells them, first of all, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Why not? Because I bring you good news. It's going to be great joy for all the people. But what is this great news? That is that today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Well, how are we going to know we're not just dreaming this? Well, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cause and lying in the manger. Well, sure enough, they do go off and they find the baby lying in the manger, and then they know that what the angel says is true, and so then they go out and they share this good news. But let's back up. What is this message again? Don't be afraid. In a world full of fear, don't be afraid. Why don't be afraid? Because he says, I bring you good news. In a world filled with bad news, the angel comes and says, I bring you good news. And it's good news that will be great joy for all the people. Not just for you, but for everyone. For a whole world that continually chases after and is left unsatisfied by fleeting happiness and hits of dopamine. Not realizing that their souls are starving for joy. So I bring you good news that will be great joy for all people. So what is this good news? That today, today, at a particular point in all the past, presents, and futures of all of history, today, in the town of David, the angel could have said Bethlehem. The shepherds knew where Bethlehem was. But in the town of David, not just the place that you find located on the map, like Bethlehem, but the town of David. The same town, but now layered with all the historical and theological significance that Bethlehem carries with it. The place where Boaz took Ruth and married her as, his, as her kinsman redeemer. But then on through the generations, David, as a fellow shepherd, is chosen from all his brothers, from all the people of Israel, to be raised up to be a king. David, to whom God then makes the promises that one day another king would come in his family 
and who would always be on the throne. Today, the town of David. I have not forgotten the promises. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. And this is good news if you need a Savior. If you don't need a Savior and a Savior has a Savior shows up, interesting. But if you need a Savior and a Savior shows up, that's good news. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 7 about this kind of need for a Savior. Talking personally about himself in a way that I think is easy to relate to. And so forget about any sort of external morality. Anybody else telling me what right and wrong is. He says, when I just look at myself, and I look at the things that I think are right and wrong, as though I could decide, which of course we don't, but if, if we do... Is if I get to decide what's right and wrong, I look at the things that I think, yes, this is something that is right, that is good, that is everybody should do this, everybody should live like this, everybody should, be, everybody should behave like this. Because then I look at myself and I find that I'm not doing those things. And so then I look at these other things and I say, nobody should do these things. That is not the way to live. That is a terrible way to be a human. And then I find, look at myself and I say, I'm, I'm doing this. And after going through this, you know, I do what I don't want to do, I don't do what I do want to do. He gets to the conclusion of who is going to save me from this body of death. In other words, who can save me from me? And we almost hear an echo of the angels at night saying, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. And reminded of this, Paul then echoes back. Praise be to God. He gives us the victory. Christ Jesus, the other word for Christ. is Messiah. One of the three comes Hebrew. Same word. And that is what the angel says. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the one who's been promised from Abraham on that God was going to send. A savior. A king. Okay. <coughs> he's the Messiah. He is the Lord. He is not only the Savior, but he is the king. He's not just come to save us, but then to lead us. And this is the news. This is what is called good news. It would be great joy for all the people. And he gives them a sign of what they were going to find. And they go check it out. If you have never checked this out, I pray that you would. And if you have, that you respond as the shepherds did. Sharing the good news and glorifying God. One final thing. Two little but the angels come to the shepherds. He says, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. But not just in general. A Savior has been born to you. To you. 
This is personal. And so as we have funneled together tonight, as you hear this message of good news, and as you hear it as good news to you, today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.